You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right, there you go. There's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet helping you with your pets. That's that's what we're here to do, and just talking about animals and animal causes and animal people, and uh, that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. Uh, our host, Brian Donovan. Not here. And uh, Matt Fox. Not here. <laughs> Sam Nork. Here. Sam's here. Yay. Thank you, Sam. Sam's uh, Sam's always my plus one man. She's uh, she's got it. I get I get her the concert tickets and she comes oh, yeah. and, and pushes buttons. <laughs> so I haven't gotten you concert tickets in a while. Yeah, but that's okay. All right. That's so cool. I tried today. I asked for a plus one today, and they're like, "No, there's too many." I work at another radio station, uh, the Pop Hot AC station here in Detroit. I know Sam's like giving that salty look, and I'm they like, "They know me." I'm like, I know. And I'm like, oh, hey, can I get a, you know, they're like, oh, everybody be there tomorrow, 515, you know. And I'm like, all right, cool. I go, can I uh, have a plus one? And they're like, oh, I don't know. It's going to, we're going to be really busy. And uh, they're not not even that big of a band. I'm sorry, they're not. And uh, (laughs) so it's the Plain White Tees playing uh, the end of the summer bash with uh, our morning show who has a band and another band. And they're down at St. Andrew's Hall. And so we were there and got to, you know, say hi to the Plain White Tees and have a bunch of listeners hang out with them. And uh, but yeah, I tried to get and then but it was funny because there was like no listeners. There was like <laughs> they were supposed to have about uh, 25, 30 listeners to there to meet the band. We had six. Oh my god! So that didn't work out as well as we had hoped or liked. <laughs> wow! But I'm Jamie Flanagan. I'm just here to make sure everybody has a good time. And then today on Animal Talk, it's America's Pet Show. Uh, we're talking bulldogs, and uh, we're talking chili, and we're talking fun. And we're going to be talking to Stacy all about that. Uh, it's pretty much the Stacy hour today. Is uh, <laughs> Stacy and, and Ramona right? That's Ramona. It's really the Ramona hour. I'm just it, the site. All right on. So it's uh, it's going to be the Ramona hour. So Ramona, welcome to Animal Talk. Oh look! At you. <laughs> oh my gosh! We got to just put the camera on her. Yeah. And then our viewership will just skyrocket. She carries the whole thing, at I'm, least for the me and her part. I'm telling you. I am I am telling you. Yeah, just scooch in. Get be a little closer to that. Okay. Yeah, these chairs don't move on the carpet so well. But uh, Animal Talk, uh, part of here at the Podcast Detroit Network. We're broadcasting downtown Detroit in uh, the Detroit Shipping Company, which is a fabulous space just north of the Little Caesars Arena downtown. And... Uh, Podcast Detroit. They got a space in here. There's food, there's drinks, and uh, podcasting going on. And the network, uh, we have a sponsor. Sam, did I tell you about our sponsor? Yeah, but we, we should talk about it again. <laughs> it's uh, it's because it's pretty exciting that uh, Audible is uh, sponsoring uh, the shows on the network. So we're pleased to uh, have our sponsor, Audible, along for the ride. So thank you very much. If you would like to check in and check out Audible, all you got to do Audible.com. Go to audible.com slash Detroit, and you can get yourself a 30-day free trial, a free book along with it. And here's something interesting I found out about Audible, Sam. Like when you text the word Detroit to 500-500, so you text the word Detroit to 500-500, you start that 30-day free trial, and and you get to keep the book. It's not like it disappears off your phone. When you get an Audible book... It's your Audible book. Oh, it doesn't. Yay. It doesn't go away. Some of the, sometimes those other services, you, you know, you download the book and you have it for a time and then it's gone. Uh, when you when you get an Audible book, 
it's yours. It's yours uh, forever for the keeping. So yeah, I thought that was. I did not know that about Audible. That's something uh, I learned as we were <laughs> moving through. And you can learn more about Audible if you go to audible.com/slash/Detroit, and then that starts your thirty-day free trial. Everybody's on the go. Kids are going back to school. Uh, all the pictures on Facebook. Uh, all the kids. Parents dropping the kids off in the dorms. People my age have kids dropping, <laughs> dropping their kids off in the dorm. Not you. You don't have kids at all. I've got Ramona. you got Ramona. Ramona's not going to college. <laughs> She's not. But uh, all my friends are dropping their kids off or, or their first football games at high school. And... Uh, or, or they're dropping the kids off in the dorms. I just did that last weekend with Colin. And Sam, you just started classes, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. How are they going? They're good. Yeah? Uh, they're- what do you got? Uh, I got an InDesign class because I have to learn InDesign apparently okay. for my uh, associates. And then I have Photoshop and then I have TV studio production. So that's cool. That's some cool stuff. All right. So Sam's all back in college. Yeah. Do you got a little pendant? Do you no. wear the little poodle skirt? No. <laughs> rah, rah. No. no. That's, that's, no. No. That's no. not how it is anymore? No. It wasn't like that when I went either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but actually, we're, t- we're here to talk about pets and animals, and specifically today, I love, we got to get the mic on. Crank up channel two. Oh, gosh. Crank up channel two, Sam. Oh, two? Okay. So, just we'll get the, we'll get the, we'll get the Ramona sound effects. Oh, you can hear her. Yeah, you They're can. great. <laughs> Anytime I'm talking on the phone and she's sitting next to me, the person that I'm, they put up with it for a while. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like the curiosity just like gets the best one. They're like... I'm, I'm sorry, what, what is that? <laughs> that's my dog. Like, is Do you have sleeping? a boyfriend snoring on the couch or something? <laughs> You're like, no. no, no, that's my She's dog. She's wide awake, and that's how she sounds all the time. Like, it's kind of like white noise. You don't need a fan no. in your room to go to sleep. You got, no. you got Ramona. No, it's like the most soothing sound ever. Oh, I can hear her. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Isn't that wonderful? That's great. So, but, uh, so Ramona's a bulldog, and bulldogs are uh, something cephalic, or what's the word for it? What's the? They got scrunched in faces. They have, I call it the smush face. Smush That's face. There's a there's a technical name for it. But mm-hmm. uh, so they, they, they and, and pugs have the smushed in face, yeah. um, and so they face uh, uh, challenges for that. Yes. And Ramona, especially because she's a micro mini. What do you, what, what's the label actually? Well, she has a lot of special needs. Yes. So it's not normal for them to be as small as she is. She's right. Three years old. Okay. But she only weighs about twenty two pounds, which okay. is actually big for her. She She's uh, never weighed this much, so I'm wow, really okay. proud of that because right. it's hard to keep weight on a dog that um, has this many problems. But typically, you're looking at about 55, 65 pounds for a bulldog, yeah. uh, much longer. Right, right. But they still have that, you know, I call it the smush face. I yeah. Know I'm, I'm not a, a vet, but... Um, Smush face for me gets the description get <laughs> across, and yeah. uh, but they do they do tend to have a problem in the heat. Right. So actually, before I brought her here, um, I had a meeting with a client, and I didn't obviously want to make her wait in the car. Sure, she shouldn't yeah. do that with any dog, but no. um, especially a bulldog. And I called my sister, and I'm like, "Hey, can I just bring her to your house for a couple Aww. hours?" And uh, my sister's not really a pet person, but she <laughs> wanted to help me out. So Ramona uh, was in her laundry room <laughs> for a few hours in the air conditioning. And she said, can I take her outside? And I said, you can take her outside, but you've got to bring her back in quickly. Right. Because even mild weather like this, it's it's a little hot for them. Yeah. it's uh, So 
what uh, what other conditions does uh, Ramona have? Ramona that are has, unique to her. Um, megasophagus. Megasophagus. That's what you said. And um, she has enlarged heart. She has oh. a heart murmur. She was also the runt of her litter, so that sort of contributes to why she is so small. Okay. Um, but her megasophagus is a really interesting situation. I've never had a dog that had that before. All right. She eats in what's called a bailey chair. Uh, some people see her in it and they think she's eating in a high chair. Right. They think I've had some type of like mid thirties <laughs> mothering crisis, and I don't have a real baby, so I put uh. <laughs> I put my bulldog baby in this high chair and I hand feed her. But that is not because. Um, I'm a screwed up person. It's because <laughs> <laughs> she cannot uh, eat food any other sure. way. She okay. has to be hand fed. It's a very specific uh, three kibble limit. Wow. Okay. She Otherwise, she could choke or go down yeah. the wrong pipe. For yeah, she could choke, and then they can aspirate. Uh, and you're looking at a very, very significant, serious issue. Wow. All right. So if, if somebody like throws some food on the ground, and uh, she's like, "Ooh, chomp." She could get into trouble. Oh, she sees oh. something out yeah, there. Yeah, she's... Uh, <laughs> Maybe some, somebody's uh, throwing some food out there. There's some skateboarders oh, she who need that. a bath. Yeah, she likes that. I don't, I don't, think, she, I don't think she's. I don't think she's fond of people in need of baths. <laughs> Probably not. Um, yeah, so eating food that's sort of like miscellaneous like any right, other dog right, would do right. is kind of a, a tricky, sure. dangerous proposition for her. So you really got to keep an you eye when you're out and about. keep an eye on it. Yeah, she's... She's got a, Ramona brings a lot to the table. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in we're, every way. Yeah. We're here at the Detroit Shipping Company, and, and there's a restaurant, a two rest, three little restaurant things mm-hmm. in here. And people milling about and having cocktails. And I'm sure if you're walking around down there, people go, oh, look at the puppy. And they have a little piece of kibble, you know, food yep. on their plate. And they go to hand it to her, and that could get really ugly really quick. So yeah. you got to be on top of it. So, yeah. wow. It's one of those things. And she's pretty good about not um, – Eating the other dog's food off the floor, I she somehow understands that if it's in a bowl, she can't okay have it. So sure. I don't so much worry about that. It's kind of the other, uh, you know, somebody trying to feed her something. Directly, you always yeah. go to like you go to the bank and they've got like a dog biscuit. Sure. Sadly, she can't eat that. Uh. We always take it just in case. In case the so, other dogs at home like it. So bulldogs generally are are a little higher maintenance pups. Mm-hmm. Um. What what generally like an if if you know Ramona's special needs, but your oh, average baby. bulldog with the smushed in face um, and and the crazy backside, uh, what what uh, what concerns are there uh, for owning a, a owning a bulldog? They can have a lot of joint problems, right, right, um, which is one, and they tend to have a lot of uh, allergies um, as well. Uh-huh. So it's one of those things that you've got to kind of keep up on. Mm-hmm. They can have allergy to food or environmental allergy, and there's sometimes a rhyme and reason to that, and sometimes maybe not. Okay. Uh, luckily, Ramona does not have allergies because that would just I think would be like oh, the, the thing, icing on the just cake. like yeah. put her off, you know, over the top, right? Yeah. But um, luckily. She doesn't have any of that, and she's actually lived longer than we thought she might live. Okay. So when I rescued her, I had previously lost two bullies in six months. My one, Lucy, I had her when she was a baby. She was adopted from the Detroit Bulldog Rescue, Mm -hmm. lived for about eight years, and then she got cancer and eventually ended up passing away from that. And then six months to the day, my senior boy, Colby, he was 11, and he just 
died. He Aww. just had some type of cardiac episode from old age. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, they also, they're pack animal, like okay. anything else. So oh. it's a little, you know, sad and distressed that she sure. wasn't around anymore. And then Ramona came into the rescue. And a dog like Ramona, um, you know, you can't just adapt her out to just any person, right? Because sure. most people don't want a dog that sits in a high chair. <laughs> you have to hand feed, you know, twice or three times a day. Right, kind of right. might slow you down um, with your active lifestyle um, and with all of our other concerns. So a dog that we get in the rescue like that, we tend to kind of keep internally. And sure. the president of our rescue called me and she said, we've got this one. You know, are you sure you want to take one that might she's at risk for sudden death because she's got all these problems? Sure. And I said, well, we're all at risk for sudden death, right? So oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody needs a home and everybody needs uh, somebody to take care of them. And she's a lot of fun. And So and you've been buddies for three years. We've been buddies for three years. But, yeah, yeah they, you know, I, I hear people with other dog breeds, they, they have their issues too. What we find with the rescue is a lot of people maybe you're not uh, knowledgeable about the breed, right? So yeah. you see them, especially like when Robin Big that show on MTV um, yes. with their dog, yeah. Meaty, right? When that came out, people just kind of went like bulldog crazy. Right, and then right. Adam Sandler had one and Howard mm-hmm. Stern and all these guys. Right, right. And it was like a cool dog to have. Right. But um, they do require a little bit extra attention. you got to kind of clean their face, look in their ears, make sure that, you know, it's not uh, – anything infected in there okay and some people don't really want to do that kind of stuff or maybe they don't think about it so what ends up happening is um they kind of neglect the care and then it sort of snowballs into this expensive Mm. veterinary proposition and they may or may not have the resources to do that and then that's a lot of times when we end up with them in the rescue um because people just can't afford to kind of keep up with what maybe would have started as a smaller issue has now become a big issue. So, yeah. So that and that that's where um, you guys take on these pets that mm-hmm. that need medical attention. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have some vets that work with you and cut you guys a deal? We do. We're very fortunate. Um, Doctor Wilson uh-huh. out in Sterling Heights and the Romeo um, okay. office that he has. What's the name of it? Just Dr. um, Wilson's? It's the Wilson uh, Animal Clinic, Animal Hospital. Sterling Heights and where else? Sterling Heights and in Romeo. Okay, so people in Michigan. So great for the folks on, uh, yeah, the east side of Michigan. Um, And he just is very knowledgeable about bulldogs. Um, He's a surgeon, so he can perform a lot of really important surgeries. So, for example, one of our bulldogs, um, Emma, Mm -hmm. who is adopted to a good friend of mine, she has turned out she's got like a tumor in her ear. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it is a tumor. It is. It is a tumor. Sadly, it is. Okay. Uh, but Dr. Wilson is going to do the operation. Oh. And he does so many of these that, you know, you can kind of feel confident. Right. You know, when it's like your best friend. You yeah. Know, you just yeah. want everything to turn out okay. And he's very experienced, especially with the bulldog breed. Okay. Um, and he works with the rescue. If it would not be for Dr. Wilson, I mean, we really couldn't continue to do the work that we do because a lot of times 
you know, a dog will come into the rescue. We're looking at $1,500 right off the top Wow! Um, just to get that dog up to the standard where we could adopt it to sure. somebody. Yeah. And we certainly don't charge that much for an adoption, yeah. you know, maybe $300, $400 for an adoption. So okay. he really works with us and really helps us. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's where fundraising comes into play because you guys, you guys do a lot of fundraisers and a lot of cooperative things. Uh, you have a big one coming up. You have several on, on the horizon and coming up. One big one we'll talk about first, and you can tell us about the other sure. ones between here and there, is uh, the, the Chili Rockabully Cook-Off. Yes. Okay. Did I got that right? Yes, you got All right. it All right. I'm not even looking at anything. <laughs> no, your note's it's, free uh, over there. So Rockabully, it's a Rockabully, like Bulldog, Rockabully Cook-Off, yes. the Chili Rockabully Cook-Off. And uh, this is uh, how many how many years annual this running? This is the sixth annual. Sixth annual. Yep. So the last year was the first one that I, I made it to. Oh, same. Um, I was there. And Yeah. And so it was. it was it was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of people there with their dogs. And you mm-hmm. have a Rockabilly band. Yep. And then uh, just uh, all the different chili vendors, all the different restaurants and, and, and food trucks that come in and, and sport their, their chili. Um, and there's prizes for the for the best chili, the spiciest chili, the fan favorite. There's a handful of awards mm-hmm. that go out. And uh, there is a kissing booth. There is. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bulldog kissing Kiss booth. Kiss for a dollar. I got to kiss Ramona last year. I was pretty happy about <laughs> pretty that. Pretty good. So, Ramona rakes in the cash at the kissing. Yeah. <laughs> she really does. So you have a few other vendors and uh, other mm-hmm. people uh, raising, helping raise awareness and raise money for that to to try to cover the cost. What is what is your annual? You know, is does it fluctuate or do you guys have like an annual budget that you're shooting for? What kind of money are you trying to raise every year? Do you even know? We want to raise all the money. <laughs> all the money. <laughs> all the money that's yeah. out there to be raised. You know, it's just one of those situations where um, everything with our rescue, we're all volunteer-based. So mm-hmm. there's no uh, paid executive director okay. or uh, board for our rescue. Good. We're a network of foster homes. Aww. So, um, you know, we really, in, in addition to our fundraising needs, we also need foster homes, right? So if we don't have a place to put a dog, we can't take the dog in. So the foster homes are very, very necessary to our overall success. But um, in terms of the fundraising, everything that we do uh, raise goes to pay vet bills. Uh So um, there's nothing that goes to overhead expenses like a shelter or um, payroll for uh, administration. It really is just a network of volunteers. And all of that money just gets put right back into the vet. We do carry a balance with our vet, which is why we're very grateful to Dr. Wilson for letting us carry that balance. Sure, Um, sure. Because there, I don't know anybody else out there who would who would agree to let us do that. Yeah. So fundraising is important. Uh, so yeah, because they they do have a lot of needs, and mm-hmm. uh, that's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the the chili rocka rocka bully cookoff uh, coming up, and when when is that exactly? That is Sunday, October fourteenth. Okay, at the Village Workshop in downtown Northville right, here so in Michigan. People anywhere in the. Uh, Midwest, make your way to Novi, (laughs) October 14th. Yep. Our band is actually uh, touring, so they're not just like a Michigan band. It's Cindy Lou and the Red Hot Royals. Uh They're an excellent rockabilly band. They are very good. Um, I'm a huge rockabilly fan, which is why I started this event. uh, Major punk music, uh, Social Distortion is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. They're coming to town. They are. I'm so excited. Of course. All right, right on. I cannot miss it. And actually, if we didn't have to set up for the event, 
went, I would have gone to see them the next night in Grand Rapids. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Is that that huge, weekend? Yeah. Okay, right on. Yeah, they're in Detroit on Friday night and then in Grand Rapids on Saturday night. Okay. And uh, the setup in my love for uh, Ramona is going to keep me away from <laughs> seeing Mike Ness and company in Grand Rapids, but she's worth it. Oh, yeah. She's definitely worth it. She's a rockabilly girl. Yeah. <laughs> she loves it. But it's a fun event. You know, we have a lot of chefs that support. Um, I'm a chef, so um, I, all of my friends and some people that I've never met come and uh, do chili and a lot of great restaurants. We've got uh, Batch Brewing here Ooh, in Detroit. Right on. They're coming. Matt Johnson is a, p- a previous winner. Oh. oh yeah. they, get, they get pretty competitive. Yeah. <laughs> they get pretty competitive and about unique. winning. Yes. And very unique recipes. They do. There was one restaurant, a Ypsilanti restaurant. Worst bar. Yeah. Yes. They, the worst bar has some of the best chili. <laughs> I'm telling you. People he won in, both in, categories. Yep, it was Michigan. an upset. It was yep. his first year. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Competing, and he did a sweep. He swept that whole thing, which was really fun. You know, you do this so many years, and you see, like, the regular characters. And, they, you know, a couple of them want to have won a couple times before. Maybe sure. they won one time, but they all want to come, and they want to win. Yeah. And there's a lot of trash talk and a lot of uh, chef nonsense that goes on. Yeah. And smackdowns on Facebook and on Instagram. And he came in like a sleeper and just swept the whole thing. All right. Which was really fun. Yeah. And, and, and the best thing, you're tasting all these things. You're meeting great people. You're seeing great dogs. Uh, so we have the kissing booth. We have the band, mm-hmm. Cindy Lou and the Red Hot Rockers. Yep. And then uh, all the different chili. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else What else is there at the event? What else do we have we at have the event? We have beer. Beer? So that's important. Beer. beer, beer. <laughs> Everybody likes me. the beer. You uh, had me at beer. Right. Last year we also had some hard cider. Yes. What's really nice is you know we get a lot of donations sure. for that. So uh, Joe's Produce Gourmet Market, they always uh, donate a keg to us. Oh, nice. Um, really since the first year they stepped right up oh. and said, you got to have beer at this thing. Let <laughs> us give you a keg. So Okay. Exactly. So uh, Joe Myrana is always a faithful supporter. He has a bulldog named uh, Max, so he's into the mission. And um, restaurants like Bobber Down out in Whitmore Lake, they're a great uh, neighborhood place. They donated a keg of hard cider to us last year. So for the people, I don't know if they can see her. But what she's doing, she's trying to rest her head. Because yes. She's trying to, you know, increase her chances of getting some uh, more breath and yeah. more snoring. She's also tired a little bit. I know. Yeah, it's been a long so day. Baby. I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah. So we have the keg and yeah. um, all the, you know, we don't charge for the beer, but we, uh, you know, we just would ask Take for donation. a donation. Yeah. And uh, we've got an awesome silent auction. Yes, so that's the other part. One of, it. of our volunteers really does a kick-ass job yeah. on the silent auction. Yeah. Great stuff. Really good stuff. So it's um and it's at a great location. The sure. village workshop is a really cool maker space. Mm-hmm. I think is perfectly suited for the whole rockabilly culture. Oh yeah. Um for everybody else who likes to make stuff too, but for the theme of our event, I mean it's it's top notch. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's got really good energy in there. The staff is awesome. Brian's so gracious to yeah. let us be there and use his space. Yeah. Well, I'm honored you asked me to, to help yeah. out. So I'll get Thank on the you. mic and help with the drawings and whatever you need me to do. I'll be I'll be there for you. Thank you. And for the pups. 
Thank so, you so much. Yeah, looking forward to it. It'll be a really uh, good time. The band. So that's not the only thing you have coming up. You have uh, other things. Is there something this weekend? There's something this weekend. Yeah, there's um, the first time we're ever doing something like this at Detroit Barber Company, and it's at the location here in Corktown. Um, on Saturday, it's National Dog Day. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So they're partnering with us to do a fundraising event. They've got a lot of stuff going on over there for that. So uh, one of the things that they're doing is they're launching a... a <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she's, we got our soundtrack going. I love it. that ambient white noise. <laughs> um, they are launching a line of uh, pet care products. Oh, wow. Like shampoos and conditioners, really good stuff for dogs. Right on. And so they're going to release that at this event. They're also wow. doing four uh the the gentlemen and uh, maybe ladies who have beards <laughs> who might need some beard care um you can't you know i don't want to rule anybody out yeah, yeah. i'm trying so, to grow one you just uh, they might have something for that i don't know 20, 2018 they're, man they're, you, know. you don't know what's going to happen so it's it's fun time and inclusive for everybody so they're doing some uh, beard care uh, okay. treatment at the event on Saturday, and it's from noon to two. Okay, pet friendly. Yeah, they're also having like some beer and some coffee. Okay, so I'm because I think they're also launching something called the Lucky Coffee Shop. Okay, I should look that up before I <laughs> <laughs> say it. Before I say exactly what yeah. it is, I'm going to go on record saying I'm tentative about that. But I do but know that they're, they're launching lo- something else there, maybe to do with coffee and. Uh, I know the, be fun. the word Lucky okay. is, is in there somewhere. <laughs> so, but that'll be a great event and um they're just you know we're grateful for anybody who wants to partner with us and sort of raise the awareness about what we're doing because we need it we need all the support that we can get is there any another event in between the two as well we just had had one okay um last saturday i was at the rockabilly rumble okay um out in uh where was that hazel park at Sellerman's, okay. which is a really cool spot. Yeah. Um, and they and had, these are all places that if people are in the Metro Detroit area, uh, they should go patronize and visit. Oh, because they, they do good work and they, they support incredible causes. They do. So Sellerman's? Sellerman's. Where, where's that? It's in Hazel Park, and it's this very cool place. They do uh, mead and cider and some beer. Okay. And they have great music and you kind of bring in your own food, but sure. the alcohol is there. Where Cellarman, where is it in Rupfern, uh, Hazel Park you said? I think it's on John R. Okay. Um I was just there so I oh, should know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. down the Does street. Does it have like from, an awning on mm-hmm. it? Yeah, they've got a really nice outdoor patio. Um dog friendly. They sure, actually sure. have this pit bull in who like helps tend the bar and she's adorable. <laughs> she like, stands up on her hind legs. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, so she's adorable and I was able to take the dogs on Saturday and sell some t-shirts because uh, Jeff Bedenzer from the um, the High Views, it's okay. another local rockabilly band who's okay. fantastic, he put on this cool event called the Rockabilly Rumble and it was just band after band after band. Okay. Uh, some classic cars. Sam, how did we miss this? Fun I time. I don't know. Did we? Did you say something? It was about last it? weekend. Yeah, it's just, really because I'm all about the rockabilly. Yeah. Oh, it's, so. there's nothing like it. Yeah, right? like it's once you get hooked, you're you're hooked. So I'm I'm angry that the Stray Cats only did one gig over the summer, and it's like I was really hoping it was going to be a thing, and they would do at least a handful. Right. I was. I really had my fingers crossed. Yep. And I was thinking about trying to get to that show, and because uh, we went uh, little Steven. Springsteen's guitar player, 
he put out an album like back in the eighties, you know, mm-hmm. at the when the whole height of the thing, and then uh, he just put one out a year year and a half ago. Okay, and uh, he was on a tour for it, and he was going to hit Chicago and and like Cleveland and Cleveland. I was doing a wedding, so I couldn't do it, but the Chicago date I was open, so I'm like, honey, I'm going to Chicago. You can come <laughs> with me if you want, right. you know. I'm on a mission from God. So we're going to Chicago, you know? And so it's, she's like, oh my God, these are the most expensive concert tickets ever. Because we had to get to Chicago. We had to stay in Chicago, oh, yeah. which isn't cheap. And then the tickets to the show weren't too expensive. But, you know, you had that and the time going there and everything. It was like, and then try to eat once there. Forget yes. about it. She goes, these are the most expensive tickets. I go, well, remember those police tickets? <laughs> those are pretty expensive tickets. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I was thinking about going to try to catch the Stray Cats when they played. Okay. Just because, uh, and she was like, uh, I don't know. That involves plane tickets. I'm like, all right. All right. I was realized I was hoping against hope because if they, if, they, if they had landed close like Chicago or Cleveland right. or, you know, Cincinnati. Do you not and, like planes? Or do you? No, I like planes. I just, I, I like money too <laughs> or think, moreover is it, like not spending it to fly to chicago it's only a 45 minute flight yeah yeah, yeah. how expensive the can train. that be oh, oh why we drove to yeah we drove to chicago yeah um, how expensive can that be well, it was nice spending time in the car together and enjoying yeah, each other's company no no i'm just kidding <laughs> i got my earbuds in listening to podcasts she's doing word searches mm-hmm. <laughs> We ignore each other for six hours. It's like, I got to be with you all weekend. Shut up and drive. No, (laughs) no, no. Well, a little bit. It's okay. I drove to uh, Columbus with my boyfriend to see uh, Blink. Watching uh, watching Netflix on your phone while you're driving. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see how it is. It looked yeah. like for a while I, it, that social distortion might not do a Detroit stop. Well, he got in trouble, yeah, too. Wait, well, yeah. yeah, that I, was. Is oh. he still? Is he? Did he get in trouble? Trouble? Or I don't is know just... if he got in trouble. I don't know if you know. Yeah. Can you really get in trouble for that? <laughs> <laughs> a- anymore? You get a, a medal for yeah, it. Yeah. Right, anymore? Right. I don't know if you can get in trouble. for So that. yeah, but no, it was it was questionable if they were coming to Detroit or you not? You know, when he released the dates, it was like they were everywhere, and you're looking for Detroit, Detroit, because you know they come here yeah. semi regularly, yeah. and uh, it was like Chicago, and they were at the House of Blues two nights in a row, which is a fantastic place to right, see. Right, right. That's where we saw Little Steven. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it's a cool spot. I saw um, Social Distortion there one time oh. with um, Eddie Spaghetti and okay. the Super Suckers, and that was a great show. Oh, oh, oh. It's just a great place, you know, to see yeah. them. But um, I thought, man, if they don't come to Detroit, I'm going to be so sad. Yeah. And then it was a couple months later they maybe they added on or yeah. they wanted to keep the the Detroit fans in suspense. But I love it when they're in Detroit proper also because a lot of times they're in Royal Oak, which isn't bad. Yeah. But it's a different experience to see them at the Fillmore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is different. It is. Yeah. It definitely is. So, Stacey, uh, the Bulldog Rescue, mm-hmm. uh, is there a website? There is. It's www.detroitbulldogrescue.org. And you can go there and you can see which dogs we have up for adoption. Mm-hmm. Currently, we have seven dogs that are up for adoption. And um, they're just great dogs. You know, people ask me all the time, like, what is it that you love about a bulldog? And if you've never had a bulldog before, um, they're definitely a different type of dog. They're great for somebody who uh, might not want to walk their dog like every day or maybe they live in a place where they don't have a big yard. 
Uh, they're just a really great, I call them like an apartment dog. Right. Um, but they're good with kids and uh, they've just, you can see she's, she's so sleepy. She's real high energy over <laughs> here. Yeah. So yeah, if you yeah. like a dog to kind of like chill out with and hang out with, they're, they're great for that. Um, they don't all have problems. You know, we definitely wouldn't adopt out a dog that, you know, is like on its last leg that, you know, you're <laughs> going to have like a heartbreaker experience with. Right. 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 We, we work really hard and spend a lot of money to get them up uh, to the place where they're a great dog. And we have seven right now that are looking for a home. Oh, so, yeah, seven. They're and all, so you can see them on the website. You can see them there. Yeah, and but that's it Detroit Pet Bulldog Rescue org. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we just ask that if you want to adopt or to foster, you can fill out an application there. Okay. And that's how we handle that. Uh, all right. But you can find the events there. You can buy T-shirts there. We have a Facebook. We have an Instagram, like everybody else. Are you ever out and about, like, because like we can just it's going. It, it, we can't shop on the weekends because there's always a pet store near the grocery store, and it's like, well, we should just go in, and and then you go in, and then there's a big adoption thing going mm-hmm. on, and then you're going home with a dog. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we tend so. not to do that. Okay. Um, just because we do like to do like a home visit sure. and, uh, you know, I'll, we like to kind of vet the people that sure. are going to adopt the dog. So we tend not to do the on the spot um, sure. events, but we do some community events where we go out, tend to stay away from those, obviously, in the summer. Right. So fall and winter is like we call it bulldog season. Right. I have a friend. Right. Um, he's kind of a bigger guy and he calls it big fella season. <laughs> <laughs> OK. So. So I say it's bulldog season. Fall right, right. and winter is when we tend to go out and about and take the dogs out. And everybody just loves it. You yeah. know, it's, it's kind of the point where, you know, you have a bulldog and people just, they see them and they make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. So anytime somebody walks by her and they don't greet her, she turns around <laughs> and she looks at them. And then she looks back at me like, did you just see that? Did you see them walk by me and not say anything? Like, what is wrong with them? So they're used to a lot of interaction and yeah. a lot of attention. Yeah. Oh, she's out cold. She's had a big oh, day a today. She's had a big day. Do you guys have a Facebook presence and a, a Twitter do. or anything like that? Um, we have a Facebook and an Instagram. Okay. And uh, are those are um, pretty fun. I'd, um, the Instagram is at Detroit Bulldog Rescue. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's just Detroit Bulldog Rescue for the Facebook page. Okay. So if you search Detroit Bulldog Rescue, you're going you're gonna to find you're it. You're going to find it, yeah. All right. Yeah, they're just um, a lot of personality. Yeah. A lot of entertainment. They're stubborn. They like to solve a problem, get kind of fixated on something. And it's interesting to watch the way their minds work. You know, just... So, Stacy, what was the uh, first bull- the first dog you've ever had? What was the first? What was your first pet? Well, my dad, who I love dearly, he um, might not come across as like a real animal lover, but mm-hmm. he rescued this cat one time. Okay. And he used to have a warehouse down in Detroit on Wyoming. All right. And uh, he would come home with like every stray cat. <laughs> and I loved He's it. He's a crazy cat guy. He was a crazy cat guy. I love he, it. You know, it's like heart would break. Uh, this one cat wandered into his warehouse. And it's like in the winter. It's looking sure. for somewhere warm to sleep. Yeah. And she only had three legs. Aww. So, of course, here comes this cat home with Aww. my dad. And my dad. Uh, Skippy. <laughs> 
<laughs> we actually we called her a rugger uh, <laughs> because my dad, his business is uh, facility services, um, right. like leasing and cleaning uh, textiles, rugs, aprons, towels. So all these rugs, and she, I think she was like curled up on a pile of Aww. rugs, and so that's what we called her. And. He's just always been good about that. He saw a cat get hit one time on the road, and he stopped, and he uh, picked it up. So, mm. yeah. I, so you started out with cats. Yeah. What was your first dog? <laughs> when did you get like a... a, a a sad story. Oh. So he uh, wanted to get a dog for us, so he got this golden retriever for us, which I was, like, so in love with. I was, like, eight years old. And, um, you know, kind of that classic example of not really researching the breed before you bring a home Sure, a that's high energy. That's to your wife me. and three kids, <laughs> right? Well, you got three kids to run them, run them, run them oh, ragged, you know? that's not what happened. And oh. this dog was like a wild animal, oh. right? It was like, <laughs> it wasn't the dog's fault. It was sure. a puppy. And yeah. um, I remember one time it was in the garage and somehow it had toppled over this giant shelf. It was like oh. this bookshelf that had paint on it. Oh. And the whole thing came like tumbling over. Onto the car? And it was all over the floor. My mom was pissed. Oh. She was so pissed. <laughs> and that dog was uh, immediately relocated. Oh, I've only yeah, talked yeah. about it twice in therapy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, my dad was cool about it. He um, called Leader Dog for the Blind. Okay. And uh, we took Higgins. Uh, we named him after the guy in Magnum P.I. Yeah, all right. that was big at the time. And we took Higgins to uh, the Leader Dog for the Blind program, and they accepted him. Hey, and there you he go. He went on to do... Great, helpful things. So after that, that, trash in your garage, that's right. After my mom had had enough, but then my dad just couldn't be stopped. Like he sure. would just br- still just bring home. He brought home one time this <laughs> some kind of like uh, spaniel, and this thing it had tumors and oh, growth. No. I mean, the poor dog had like no teeth that could barely walk. And here comes my dad with his dog, and, and I'm sure he was like, "How is she going to be pissed about this? Like the dog is yeah, like yeah, going to yeah, die yeah, yeah. any day, right?" <laughs> um, so there was always kind of like this rotation oh. of uh, of things. But when I was ready to have my dog, I knew I wanted a bulldog, okay. and so I adopted Lucy All from right. the Detroit Bulldog Rescue. And uh, she was my first bulldog, and oh. I was hooked after that. She did look like Meaty from Robin Big, so I'd sure. walk her down the street, and people would be leaning out the window, Meaty, yeah, yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she loved that. She'd turn around. <laughs> yes. She's like a celebrity. Photo, you know? photo they, up. They all think they're celebrities. Uh. So, yeah, after that, it was just one after the next. I'm pretty hooked. Yeah. They're a great breed. Sam, what about you? What was your first dog? What was your, what was your first pet? What was your first dog? I don't. I don't remember. I mean, I have. A, I've had a lot of dogs, but they weren't actually mine. I had a cat. That was my first pet. Yeah. Uh, and he passed away. So. What were we told? We talked about gone. that one in yeah. Texas. Yeah, he's buried in my backyard. You well, not my him. backyard. Somebody's backyard. My now. old backyard. Somebody's backyard there now. Are. But yeah. We had we adopted a dog named. We called him Lucky. It was just a stray. It was a just a black, medium, long-haired dog, and just running in the neighborhood and put some food out and he hung out and then you know we tried making them our own and my mom was uh, we got away with it because <laughs> we got away with it <laughs> my mother was in poland oh. um so she took her mom uh you know she admired who was born in poland uh they went for a summer trip for you know they, she was gone for four or five weeks right and so oh. they were they were really visiting you know hanging out with her because we still have a ton of relatives back in warsaw and uh so they were there visiting relatives for for a good 
four or five weeks. And uh, so in the middle of that, we uh, we found Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But he was a runner, man. He would mm. get out and he would just run. Uh, <laughs> and so... It's uh, that's probably how he got to us. So he's, right. he was probably somebody else's. <laughs> Wait, uh, so had a collar on him. It, well, we had a collar on him, but one time, he, one time he got away and he didn't have his collar on, and so <laughs> he, he didn't get back. So I love to hear those stories about how that happens, and like the dog ends up like five states away, and like yeah. fifteen years later, they like reunite the dog with the oh, family. Yeah. No, Lucky wasn't coming back. He was just running. <laughs> he just like he wasn't coming just back. Just going to your and house. going and going. How and long going. ago was that? He enjoyed. Oh, this is... I was about to say, do you think he's still alive? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. It was a long, long time. I was in, you know, <laughs> I was younger than you. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, this was, I was in grade school probably. Yeah. So this <laughs> is the 70s. How do you remember that? What? <laughs> that you remember the earlier stuff. What I right. did this morning, no recollection <laughs> <Wow>. whatsoever. <laughs> no. The you long-term gonna... memory is yeah, totally yeah, yeah. intact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh, I had I for know. lunch yesterday, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> what did you have for lunch yesterday? I have yesterday? no idea. I don't even know. Oh, I was at school. Pizza. You were at school? School. Uh, School's back in. Okay. Not on Hashtag teacher problems. <laughs> well, no, yeah, we were, uh, yeah. well, we were doing uh, registration. Kids were coming oh, in and get yeah. their photo IDs and huh. buying yearbooks and buying, picking up their books and everything. Those were the days. Yeah. Good times. So where are we at, Sam? What's the, how long has that been running there? Uh, 40 minutes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Excellent. Then why did you ask? Well, I just I just wanted I just wanted to know where I just wanted to know where we were at. Um, all right, so uh, we got the Rockabilly Rockabully Chili Cookoff coming up on October the fourteenth at the uh, Novi, uh, the workshop in in Novi, and uh, that will be. Uh, is there is there uh, tickets? Uh, just come in. What's the deal? You on can that? buy tickets at the door. Right. Or you can purchase tickets on our website. Okay. And um, we are excited to sell them either way. It doesn't matter. It is cheaper if you buy them in advance. That sort of helps us to gauge, you know, how much beer do we need and how many other things do we need to solicit donations for. We had a lot of people there last year. Yeah. How many people would you say? There was probably. We had over 200 people. All right. I was putting it just about 200. Yeah. yeah, It was really good. Really good attendance for us. And people just. It was one of those where people tended to stay a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I always joke, you know, previously when we started this, we had it at the community center, which was, you know, I, I love a good rec program and a good community center sure. program. And they were always really gracious to us. But we would have it in the gym. And it was like chilly in a gym, right? right like it, right, was, right. it wasn't, there wasn't that there there. Right. And um, when we decided to move it over with Brian's blessing to the workshop, because he's such an animal uh, lover and supporter, um, people really hung out. It wasn't like they came, tasted the chili and wanted to leave. Yeah. Um, like they were, you know, hanging out in the gym. They really wanted to stay. It's a really conducive space for people to hang out and oh, yeah. explore. There's so much to see in there. Yeah. And it just feels good to be in there, which is very cool. So um, we did kind of like an indoor-outdoor. So there's, um, mm-hmm. you know, if the weather's great, that's great. And if the weather's yeah. not great, everybody goes inside. So we have it all covered. It's yeah, because there's a, a nice patio and then there's mm-hmm. a garage door that opens yeah. up. So you can mm-hmm. hear the band from all directions. And yeah. yeah. So. I think next year what we'd like to do is kind of like a battle of the bands, Ooh. which I think would be like an interesting kind of sure. a twist. So, And there's no shortage of great rockabilly bands around here for that. I like so. that. 
That'll be pretty cool. Ramona will be holding down the kissing booth for as long as she can stay awake. So we might need an understudy. She used to be the understudy. We had another dog named Molly. But Molly just had her spleen removed. And I guess that has affected her immune system. So she's retired from the kissing booth. Now Ramona has been promoted. Yay! And... uh, she she looks really excited oh, yeah. about that. <laughs> but she gets into it when she's there. And uh, we might need a backup, though. She she might slow down and get a sure. little tired. But <laughs> it's, it's a fun time. It's a dog-friendly event. So yes. um, I, I asked Brian about that last year. I was like, you know, we're going to have the kissing booth. And is it okay if we have some other dogs there? You know, right, right. If like um, maybe we could bring a couple fosters and do like a meet and greet with people Aww. who want to adopt. And he's like, all the dogs. Bring as many dogs as possible. Yeah. So um, people can come and bring their well-socialized dog. Sure. Please don't yes. bring yeah. a, a don't fearful bring a problem, or aggressive dog to yes. this event. Yeah. but Because uh, we want everybody to have fun, including the dog. Right. So... Um, you know, it's it's open. It's family friendly. It's dog friendly. It's if you don't really like dogs, there's beer and music and chili and chili. That's it. It's good. There's lots of uh, good stuff. This year, we're also adding some dessert components <gasps> to okay. it. So, um, <sighs> there's be the name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> can't just eat chili and not have any kind of That's like it. sweet thing to yeah. top it off. Put it on your schedule, Sam. I will. I will be there. Yeah, so there will be like a handful of dessert uh, people there who will be giving out some samples and selling some of their desserts as well if you'd like more than a sample. So it's Mm. going to be a very uh, well-rounded, very nice time. I'm hungry. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) It's really, really good stuff. We're lucky. We have um, great judges. Yeah. They're uh, professional judges. Yes. So that, oh, okay. Yeah, they're professional chefs. Okay. So there's two ways that we do the judging. We do right. uh, one category for people's choice. So when you come in and you get your wristband and they stamp you for the beer and everything, um, they give you a, a cup for your beer that you get to take home with you. It's like a collectible sure. uh, cup. And then the, you get a dog bone, which you use to vote for your favorite chili. So when you go around, you taste everybody's chili, you hold on to your bone until you've tasted everybody, and then you feel decide. Like if, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. So you hold on to that, and then you decide which one is your favorite one, and then you give that dog bone to the chef who made what you thought was the best chili, and then we count all of those up, and that's how we determine the people's choice. But for the professional category, they um, are a handful of local mm-hmm. chefs. Great. and. uh you know, really great palates, and they're fun guys who are really into the cause. And I give them a case of beer. Hey. And uh, that's my thank you to them for coming out and, and doing it. But it's kind of gotten to be this cult thing now. So sure. my friend John cult. Miller, he he's a huge Rockabilly fan also. And before I can even kind of ask for his help, he's like, hey, when's, <laughs> when's the chili cook-off? And he brings his daughter, right. Sloan, and she's this really cute um, jean jacket, and it's got all these... Uh, patches on it so she's got like this Ramones patch and you know social distortion patch and she's adorable she's like four years old teach your children well killing it yeah (laughs) it's like winning parenting on every level John and Kara have that lockdown she's Uh, the coolest kid ever and um, it's great it's uh, it's it's very fun they have formal sheets Mm -hmm. and they have clipboards and they go around and make their notes and 
They're very serious about who they're going to choose. They talk about, well, this one was very balanced. Oh, okay. This one had a good spice. It tasted good, but I felt like this one was a little bit more balanced, and they get really into the whole thing. Wow. So. so is there a way for people to donate if they're not coming uh, just through your website? Is there like an yep. open donation GoFundMe or something there going is. on all the time? Yeah, there's a tab on the website that all people right. can just click to donate. So DetroitBulldogRescue.org? Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. And then... And um, you can sponsor a bulldog or you can just, you know, give a general donation. And again, I tell people, too, that, you know, if you can't afford to donate, we have volunteer opportunities that Mm -hmm. are, you know, very meaningful as well. So we understand that sometimes people just don't have the extra cash. But, you know, if you can help us transport a dog. So there might be a dog up in, like, Traverse City, but our foster network is down here. If you have the availability, you have the available transportation – we would love for you to drive up, pick up that dog, and we'll meet you somewhere to take the dog and take it to its foster home. There's a lot of different ways to, you know, foster is a huge help, sure. especially if you don't have other dogs in your home. Right. Uh, that's a big one because sometimes a dog comes into the rescue and they're not dog friendly. Yeah. So a lot of us um, who are volunteers, we have our own dogs, yep. and then we also foster dogs. But if we get a dog in that is not friendly to other dogs, we still want to help that dog, mm-hmm. but we we might not have a foster place to put it, and we never want to be in that situation. Some people will say to me, well, how can you foster the dog? I'd, I'd fall in love with every dog. Yeah. I'd have like 12 dogs. That's what how I would can do. you do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And we do have a, a share of foster failures. I have been a foster <laughs> failure. But there, is, there were very specific uh, conditions around sure, that. He yeah. was a senior dog. And that's kind of sad, too. A lot of people don't want to open their home to a senior animal sure. because they're like, well, I'm going to love it, and then it's going to die. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, somebody's got to love them while they're here, but yeah. I get sure. it. So I, yeah. I, it's the joke is like, Stacy will take all the old ones, the sick ones, <laughs> the mean ones, the screwed up ones. Like yeah. it's the, you know, children under the stairs at my house. But, uh, um, you know, we, we really need people. Under the stairs. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's special over there. Um, but we need people who are willing to foster. And I tell people like, if, if you got attached to every dog that came in, you loved that dog. And, and if everybody did that, then you can't help any more dogs because sure. everybody would just be like, oh, close for business. We can't do it. So you have to kind of have that mind frame where you know you're going to take in the dog. You're helping this dog. You're, we promise it's going to go to a great home. You know, so that you can give the dog to uh, an adoptive family. And as a foster, you can feel good about it. And just like we were talking at the beginning of the show, Kristen and Todd Mm -hmm. uh, Burns are a great example of that. So we had this dog come in, and it was a really funny story. This woman, um, she got the dog off of Craigslist, and she had two young kids. And he was, this dog was like maybe eight months old when she got it. Real boisterous puppy. But a bulldog is big, and they play kind of rough. Sometimes they growl, but they're not growling. out of being aggressive. It's kind of the noise they make. It's the noise. They're very noisy. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with that, it can be very off-putting. Sure. And so she was afraid that this dog was aggressive and that it was going to hurt her kids. And he's like very – she just kept saying he was aggressive. So – um, you know, will you take my aggressive dog? <laughs> and we're like, uh, no. <laughs> well, it sounds but, like Stacey's. <laughs> <laughs> but I was the one to yeah, go yeah, do yeah. the evaluation. And when I got there, this dog 
His name at the time was Boss. Uh-huh. And um, he was bouncing off the walls. I mean, like, he, this woman had a condo, and this dog was, he's a puppy, and he's big, and he's doing what bulldogs do. And I laughed so hard because here she's saying he's aggressive. And I'm like, he's, You're a, like, it's just he's a bulldog. He's a bulldog. Yeah. It's what bulldogs do. So I said, you don't worry. I'm going to take this dog. Like, don't uh, yeah. worry about yeah, it. Yeah. He's great. And so I fostered him for a while. And, you know, he was he was a great dog. And if I would have, you know, had a room for him, I might have adopted him too. But uh, Chris and um, Kristen and Todd were looking for a bully. And he's the perfect fit for him. And when I went to their house to do their interview and their home inspection, I just loved them. Yeah, They're such yeah. good people. So it's not hard to turn over your foster dog when you have met and you trust the people that you're you're going to turn them over to. Yeah. So it just makes the family bigger and Aww. more great people to know. So I always encourage people, if you think you're a little borderline about fostering, if you kind of keep that perspective that if you foster, it opens the opportunity to help more dogs, then it's easier to let them go. It's not yeah. that hard. How difficult was it, how much work was it to set up the Detroit Bulldog Rescue is it? Are you a? Do you a, have some sort of state certified something or other? Mm-hmm. What are what are what are you? We are a five hundred one c three, so we do have all of the paperwork and uh, documentation that people would need if they were going to donate. It is um, available for a tax deduction. Okay, so um, people definitely don't have to worry about that, especially at the end of the year, right? They're looking for something to ad- um, donate to. Sure, we can take your money and we can um, <laughs> help you get a, a tax. A search of, or a receipt for that, um, and it's a lot of work to do that. Sure, you know? and um, it's something that do you takes, have to go to Lansing to do that? It's a lot of Is paperwork. It, uh... Yeah, you file all the paperwork, and we had a, a CPA help us okay. with that. And is um, that what you suggest to have bring a, bring on board an attorney or a CPA or something? You know, as a, I own a business, okay. and um, for me, I send all that stuff to my attorney and my CPA. Sure. Like, I know how to do what I do. Hire and it done. I want to hire it done. I don't yeah. want to do that myself. And um, luckily, too, we have great partners um, sort of related. We have insurance, and um, one of our very – one of my favorite people, not just for Bulldog Rescue, but for insurance, um, Farm Bureau out of Canton, Jeff. Oh. He um, has really supported us. Very competitive rates okay. for 501c3, way more affordable than anyone else who quoted us. Okay. And uh, comes to our stuff and, you know, helps and supports us in other ways. But, you know, we have the insurance. We have all the paperwork and the documentation. And that helps us keep everything above board. It helps us get a liquor license. Yeah. You know, it gives um, some security to people like Brian, you know, that we're not some, like, fly-by-night. Sure crazy group of rescue people who are going to come in and turn his whole place upside down. So, (laughs) you know, that that helps give a little credibility there as well. So cool. Yeah. All right. Anybody else or anything else you want to plug while we're here? I don't know. I thanks for having us here. We're excited to have you come. uh, My pleasure. Be the MC at the event. Truly, truly, truly my honor. Yeah. It's very fun. But yeah, thanks for letting Ramona and I be here. Yeah. She's uh, enjoying every minute. Yeah. <laughs> so DetroitBulldogRescue.org. Yeah. Um, the events, or if you just love bulldogs wherever you are and you want to want to help out some you know great people doing wonderful stuff for some wonderful animals that, that need it, uh, there's a way to donate there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, cool. So um, have you, did you have some fun? Was this fun? This was so fun. I've never <laughs> done one of these before. It, it, gets, so. it gets funnerer. 
It does. That's I hope I word. get to come back. <laughs> I hope Ramona gets like an Animal Talk t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Oh, and uh, gets to be like the sidekick. I'll just sit in the corner and Ramona can just sit. We can get her some little headphones. There just we are. Just her size. <laughs> I love the noise. She's purring almost. She reminds me of a... Uh, Gizmo from the uh, Gremlins. <laughs> she just got that little Gizmo face. She does taking it all in. All she right. loves it. A little, another little chunk of fun here. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna like this. <laughs> Wait for it. It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Who's bad? I can't read from all the way over here. <laughs> all right. Hey Sam. Hey what? What do you get when you cross a Shih Tzu and a Bulldog? It starts with a... I can't see. I don't know. Bullshit. <laughs> Look at her ears. She's... <laughs> Sam, she... laugh. Sam laughs really loud, Ramona. It's... Yeah. it's such... I'm sorry. <laughs> She's got the eyebrows going. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Hey, hey, Sam. Hey, what? How's a how's a dog and a marine biologist alike? They can swim. <laughs> One wags a tail, the other tags a whale. Oh. <laughs> Do you write these? No, I'm, I like twelve that's year olds on the are. internet. A twelve year old doesn't know what a marine biologist <laughs> is. What's more amazing than a talking dog? Uh, yeah, know. a spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Bad, bad animal jokes of the week. That's it. All right, so <laughs> oh, that got you. You like She's that one? She's gonna tell that. Right yeah. on. Keep that one in your She's pocket. She's gonna adapt Sam. that one for herself. All right, so DetroitBulldogRescue.org, AnimalTalkRadio.com. You can email me, Jamie, at AnimalTalkRadio.com. Send me your bad animal joke, and we'll subject uh, the rest of America to it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, pet questions, happy to take those as well. When Brian's here, we do all kinds of behavior uh, help. So uh, AnimalTalkRadio.com. So make sure you go, you like, you subscribe comment on the iTunes and the other places where you can comment and what have you on podcasts. Thank you for uh, downloading it and spending some time with us. Truly appreciate it. And uh, audible.com slash Detroit. Text the word Detroit to 500-500 for your 30-day free trial on Audible. Thanks to them for sponsoring us here at the Podcast Detroit Network. And we're in the very, very cool, swanky, sleek Shipping Detroit Shipping Company downtown Detroit with air conditioning that works like the Dickens. Yeah, right yes. underneath. Oh, right. I'm right underneath. Yeah, it. it's not it's, underneath uh, me. <laughs> we gotta get you. We gotta get you a sweater for here. Perfect bulldog conditions. Though. So yeah. it is. Yeah, I'm glad. So cute. Oh, all right, Stacy. Thanks for being here and bringing Ramona. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. All right, did you love it? I loved it too. I know. All right, hey Sam, have an exotic week and kiss your wild thing for me.